All right, you guys ready? Yep. All right. You're listening to the Tomorrow Today podcast with Kyle Kaplanis. Don't FOMO right. out. That's right. the biggest mistake in this space right now with FOMO. And Duke McKenzie. That's just crazy, right? It's like it's insane. like conversations with thought leaders, experts, influencers, culture shapers, discussing all things innovative, groundbreaking creative developments evolving digital markets. The podcast for those who are curious about what is next. Social media, Web3, NFTs, the metaverse, all the things you need to know about to start planning tomorrow's success today. Welcome back to Tomorrow Today. It is one of your hosts, Kyle Planets, and with me in the studio, I have Duke McKenzie. Duke McKenzie, here we go. <laughs> Let's go. We also have our special guest of the day, Corey Connors, who is the yeah. founder and host of Sustainable Packaging, and he has 25 years experience in the packaging industry focusing on sustainable packaging. Also, Corey has an amazing presence over on TikTok with 76,000 followers. So that's pretty pretty let's, impressive. Let's Corey. give it up, Corey. Oh, All right. Here we go. There we go. Nice class. Thank you. Love it. Appreciate it. You get a standing ovation, Corey. That's how we love it. We love it. We love it. I love any ovations. I love it. Thank you. It's my honor to be on the show. You guys are amazing. And I appreciate you making some time for me. Absolutely. Packaging is something that we don't really think of, but it is something that we all are a part of. In our day to day, right? So I think it's really important to bring the awareness up, especially about being sustainable where we're going in the world. I don't know, Duke, how you want to kick this off, but I would like to just jump right in and and Mm -hmm. talk about your origin story. When thinking about being in this space, were you like growing up saying, hey, I want to be a sustainable packaging guy? (laughs) You're the first sustainable packaging person. That like, like expert that I've met oh, a lot right? to me that, but love to know how you got into this and sort of your directions and how you, yeah, how you started there. Thank you so much. No, I did not uh, intend on being a packaging professional, which in the 107 episodes I've recorded of my podcast, Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors, none of those people, actually one of those people wanted to be in the packaging industry when they were young. it's it's not a field that you get into and you think hey this is going to be awesome someday i can't wait to be a packaging professional i fell kind of into it i didn't want to go to college because i knew i wouldn't focus on studies so i wanted to do a job that was difficult for a year and just really see where my career should go so i applied for two jobs one with les schwab tire company and one with warehouser packaging And Warehouser said, you don't have to shave. And I said, okay, I'll take the job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've had this goatee for a while, but it was a great opportunity. It paid my way through college while working there for five years and really appreciated that opportunity. It's funny how random life (laughs) is and you take a path because my daughter's starting to think about what colleges to go to, right? Right. And then she asked me how I chose. Now, it was a different time back in the day, but she asked me, she's like, okay, well, dad, how did you choose what college you went to? And I literally, literally just said, okay, I can't pick a subject that the local college has because then my parents would make me stay at home. So I literally just picked three random things and I ended up there and it was just a random choice, but affected all of my life moving forward. Yeah. Very common. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're in the sustainable packaging industry and I love to know because There's a lot of companies out there that are just might not even be top of mind, but it really should be, right? Is that something that you would agree? Yes. Oftentimes for the last call, when somebody's developing a product, oh no, we need a box for this, or we need to ship it somehow. Let me give you a stat that you'll never forget. 
4,000 per minute is how many packages Amazon ships every day. <laughs> wow. That's every crazy. day. That's crazy. 4,000 per minute. Per minute. Every minute of every day, 365 days a year. And that's probably increasing as we speak. Yeah. Uh, so think about every single box, every single envelope, every single clamshell, whatever they're packaged in has to have a home someday. And unfortunately, most of it ends up in the landfill, but a, a larger and larger percentage are ending up being recycled. And that's where we come in. We're trying to make it so it's easy to recycle. We're trying to make it so consumers know what to do with a, a package after mm-hmm. they've used it. Because a lot of the problem is the education issue. So that's... Can I ask, can I ask you a question? Maybe yes. I'm one of the uneducated ones. Is it not most of the packaging we get now recyclable from Amazon? I feel like out of the 4,000, I feel like we're getting a 1,000 of those packages every yeah. minute at our household. Like it's just Amazon keeps on dropping out the door. But is it not... Are not most packaging today recyclable? When people are bringing you in, what are they bringing you in to talk about like yeah. to increase the sustainability? Yeah. So a lot of the talks are about reduction in packaging. So where something used to have two or three layers, something, maybe a Chanel product or something fancier, they want this opening experience. So it's a box in a box in a box, like Russian dolls, that is going away. And more and more people are realizing, hey, we could do this with one box and or two at the most and use a lot less material. And so it's a matter of focusing on reduction and looking at, okay, what do we really need to do? And what could we get away with that would, the customer will still be happy. They'll get their products safely. We always talk about delivering in one piece because there's nothing sustainable about having to return something over and over again. Right, 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 right. Broken. Yeah. So that's a huge focus for us. What ends up happening most of the time is we show them not only a more sustainable option, but a huge cost savings. How because, so? How so? Because they're using less material. They're oh, they're using oh, they're using they're right sizing their packaging. It doesn't have to be three inches bigger on each side when it could be an inch and a half. So things like that, we like to really take a look at and help companies be more sustainable. Hmm. You mentioned something that is is quite interesting. The opening experience for a lot of customers were used to that of like you said, everything just having its own little entity yeah. of opening something. But you said that's going away. So there's going to be a consumer shift of people having to get used to more sustainable type of things. Is there companies already doing that now that you could give examples to? Yeah. So a couple of stats, 70% of consumers say they are more likely to buy a product if it's packaged sustainably. So that's a huge number. That's Mm -hmm. over two thirds. And most of my statistics revolve around North America. Uh, that's where I've focused my business, but there's similar numbers across the globe and a company that's doing this already that just announced a big shift is a Nike. They've announced a program called the one box. And whereas a shoe box used to be, and Kyle, I know you're a shoe guy. I don't know about you do, but uh, not as much know. as Kyle. I try, yeah, I try, yeah. but yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sneakerhead. That's what they call you guys, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but they just announced a program where instead of putting a shoe box into another box to ship it, they're going to put the shoes in one box and that box will be reusable. Let's say you get the shoes, they don't fit, you send them back, 
in that same box, it has a strip on it oh, where you, oh, where you oh, can right, right, glue right, it right. to itself. That's going to save 50 million Whoa. tons Holy of corrugated. No, that would, right, right, right. Cause right now you get two boxes. One chip. Pair of shoes, and the you don't orange, need two boxes. You just no. have those two. You don't need them. And I'm sure the collector items will still have two boxes, but this is the 95% of their market share, which is people like me who just buy shoes to wear shoes. Not a fashion icon yet, uh, although I'm, I'm <laughs> it's I'm coming. On. It's coming <laughs> someday. I hope. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fascinating. You've been in the business for a while, right? What major trends are you seeing in the industry as how we are all receiving our packages? And it's funny because uh, I guess a lot of this is driven by e-commerce, right? Like you mentioned. So, what changes are you seeing and expect to see as we move forward? Yeah, we're seeing a race away from plastic. Plastic gets a bad rap because it's very visible. You see it in the ocean, you see it on the beach. So a lot of companies are going towards paper-based packaging. Or here's another trend that's really cool, reusable packaging. Things that can be used over and over again, which I love because you don't have to recreate the packaging every time. There's a company called Books, B-O-O-X, that's got packaging that's reusable and some high-end brands like Unilever brands like Ren, R-E-N, Cosmetic, mm-hmm. they're using that technology to deliver their cosmetics to their customers. And then the customer takes the box and they fold it up and it folds down to like an envelope size mm-hmm. and then gets mailed back to Ren to be used again and again and again and again, which is a huge cool. uh, sustainability really cool. initiative. No, that's really cool. Yeah. Do you think more and more brands are going to be adopting that type of technology? Yeah, I had the honor of interviewing Frederick, who is a Unilever prestige brands. They have 400 brands underneath their umbrella that are very high-end cosmetics and different types of brands. He said, this is what's happening. People are moving towards that. Mm-hmm. They want reusable, they want refillable There was a brand where in the compact for eyeshadow, every little color was its own thing. Let's say you're using this one color as your favorite and you continue, but you have to buy the whole thing, the whole compact for the makeup because you like that one shade. Well, this brand called Hourglass has eliminated that. You can buy just that one color and refill it in, in your compact that's a reusable packaging forever. And so brilliant, brilliant stuff and huge cost savings for the consumer because they don't have to buy the long strip of all of the right, colors. You just buy right. one, your one thing and consumers probably prefer that. Yeah, you they're know? excited about it. It seems like a lot of this is driven not only by cost, but also by consumer wanting to help the planet. We saw that big time with the push with Save the Turtles and now every straw I come across is paper. Because of that initiative. Absolutely. Consumers are demanding it and brands will respond. So vote with your dollars and buy stuff that's packaged sustainably. Hmm. It's interesting. So what you're saying is you've seen plastic people trying to find other alternatives for plastic, people trying to use less things. Those are big trends. I guess by the time they reach you, they're probably not resistant. What I was going to say is, do you see certain areas or industry that are resistant to change, especially in North America, or has everyone jumped on the bandwagon saying, okay, this is a problem. We got to solve this. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. 
there's certainly some people that are resistant or hesitant, I should say, is maybe a better word, because this is how we've always done it, Corey. You know, don't you know that this is how we package these? And so a lot of it is explaining that it's working. This new system is feasible and successful, but a lot of companies are struggling to, to jump on board. But there's something called extended producer responsibility coming. Mm -hmm. And this is going to make it law that your product packaging has a certain level of recycled content. Mm -hmm. uh, South Africa passed this law in November. And already, uh, my friend Chandru runs a recycling facility there. Already, the recycled material has become so valuable that they have to import more of it. Wow. To their country. Yeah. Imagine a Coke bottle being like the most valuable thing in the area, right? Right. Because of these deposit systems, uh, which are a very smart way to encourage recycling. What do you think are the biggest challenges in your industry or that, that you see as your business? Because you've been doing this now for what, 20 years, 20, yeah. 20 years or so. I, I, you look like a baby. How, <laughs> how have you been doing this for 20 years? I started uh, when I was five. Yeah. <laughs> I said it out. Like, what's going on here? Nobody but, believes me. Yeah. <laughs> what challenges and stuff are you seeing in the industry? Supply and demand, really. It's very simple. We had an increase of like 65% in demand all of the sudden when the pandemic hit. And so we're building factories, we're reducing packaging in designs so that we can accommodate demand. How many times in the last two years have you gone to buy something that's out of stock? Right. A lot of that had to do with the packaging wasn't available. And uh, it's really something that a lot of people didn't know that we were the issue. <laughs> but, but thankfully, we're catching up quickly. And uh, people are sourcing materials that are not only sustainable, but available mm. uh, because there's nothing sustainable about going out of business. We want to keep these people working. It was a very interesting case study of what happens when yep. you, number one, shut pretty much the entire world economy down, like yep. instantly, right? You know, within mm -hmm. a, a couple of weeks. And then you keep it closed there. You have certain people coming back online, but it's funny how the law of unintended consequences and how it's going to take a while to work things through. And it really, really wreaked havoc, havoc on the supply chain. And which yes. we didn't, I'm sure people didn't expect like having it in ways that we didn't think. Right. So like mm -hmm. a lot of the products that you're not receiving is because it doesn't have the appropriate packaging and you're not be able to get, get a car because there's no chips. It's fascinating right. how much it really wreaked havoc on the supply chain. And hundreds of ships waiting out in the Harbor, to get unloaded, the longshoremen just couldn't keep up with yeah. demand. Uh, yeah, all, it's, all of a sudden. Yeah, it's fascinating. It is fascinating. What I'd love to, to talk about, because I always love when people from particular industries start leveraging different ways to communicate, right? And especially since you have a message, okay, sustainability, talking about what's new and, and everything like that. Talk to me a little bit about your podcast. What do you talk about on your pod? Like you mentioned earlier, do you have other people? Is it an industry-focused podcast? And a little bit, like, talk to me a little bit about that. Everything for me really started on TikTok. And I have to thank people like Kyle and uh, Gary Vaynerchuk mm -hmm. for mentoring me with, hey, man, I don't care how old you are, you can do this. Mm -hmm. And it's never too late. I didn't start social media until I was 42 years old. <laughs> Seriously, right? I, did, I, I made my first TikTok and I was like hooked. And so that led into LinkedIn, 
Creator Accelerator program, which they chose 100 people across the U.S. And I was so thankful to be a part of that. And what, what talk to me about like, how was that? And what, what, talk, talk to me a little bit about oh, that. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, LinkedIn is getting into the creator business and they're in a big way. Uh, mm-hmm. They're investing in people like us that are creating. And it's been a huge door opener for me. And I was able to meet some people in my industry that are also creating. And then those people pushed me to do a podcast. And then thankfully I met Kyle because he <laughs> he talked me through how to do it. Kyle is the podcast king. Kyle yeah. was the one that convinced us to do tomorrow today. He's like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. we can do it. We can crush it out. And he's like, yeah, no, he's he's been doing. Kyle, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you got to clap. You got to clap too, Kyle. You got to clap. Thanks, <laughs> no, I appreciate it. But you're right. It's been industry focused. But according to the audience that listens, they want to learn about all things sustainability, not just packaging all the time, although that's the majority of the episodes. And I even have people that have been in the industry for 10, 20 years like me reaching out saying, I didn't know that. That was awesome. What a great episode. Thank you. Right. Right. You know, so exactly. Hopefully we're affecting positive change in the industry. Absolutely. And what's fun, Corey, is this is just an inspirational moment for anybody listening to, because sometimes you might have thought, hey, sustainable packaging is such a specific niche market. And is there even an audience for it? But clearly it is. So I always do encourage anybody to start something, even if you think it's a really small niche market, there's people out there that want to hear this information and learn from what you've done. So I applaud you for sticking with it and crushing it over there. Thank yeah, you, Sustainable sir. Packaging is a great podcast. Thank you so much. I, I'm subscribing. I, I, oh. I'm going to subscribe. What, what's, Thank interesting, you, what's interesting about the way of the world, it's interesting that you're talking about your content journey, but what is interesting about the web and the decentralization of the web is that there is, and we see it. So during my day job, we're in the creator business, right? <laughs> you could have a passionate audience of it might be a thousand people, it might be whatever it is, but it, it there is an ability to build a passionate audience about almost any topic, right? Um, and, and 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 like you know that that people are engaged, and not only that, you can have a more passive audience. So if you look through my podcast feed, it's like yes, okay, it's a lot about sports or about business or about whatever, but I always pick up. I'm like, oh, this is interesting, and I'll listen to. Let's say I'm not a, a rabid fan about it, but I'll still listen to <laughs> one in every ten podcasts or five, and that's why it's important. Just keep on getting your message out there and, and pumping things up. It's so powerful. I agree a hundred percent, and. Maybe somebody that wouldn't have taken my call six months ago because I'm just a sustainable packaging consultant or a salesperson, if I'm inviting them onto the podcast and building a real relationship with them, they're interested in that because I can add value to their life and their professional journey. It's a foot in the door. And I've built so many great relationships that I wouldn't have been able to before. Oh, that's great. And LinkedIn's an interesting platform as well. We work with TikTokers all day, but I need to eat my own dog food and uh, (laughs) create content a little bit more there. But what's interesting is that LinkedIn is an interesting place to create content because you are right. It opens a lot of business doors of people taking Mm -hmm. your call and whatever. When you're making content, you're not trying to sell something, right? It's not as transactional, you know? Absolutely. All of my posts are to help other people learn. I'm not speaking at them. I'm speaking with them. And that's, I think, some of the best advice I've ever gotten on social media is let's have a conversation. I posted a video Monday and it's already over 20,000 views on LinkedIn. 
Isn't that crazy? Wow. Amazing. amazing. That that is crazy. I only have 11,000 connections. Right. So it's it's more than the people that I'm connected with that are, are looking at it. And I've had five people ask me about buying one of these. So it's a machine that takes old corrugated boxes and it shreds it up in a way that it can be used as void fill and cushioning. What a sustainable idea. Oh, that was such a good idea. That video. It was really cool too. Yeah. Really? I saw that. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. All right, we'll add a we'll add a link. We'll add a link to the video. No, that's great. What I'd love for you to do is if you could shout out where we could find you, where the team can find you. I found this very useful. So yeah, so shout out. Where can Thank people you. find you? So LinkedIn for sure, Corey Connor, C O R Y C O N N O R S. No E's in my name. And my podcast, Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors, is on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on Google, it's on all the major ones. I'm on Instagram in a much smaller way mm-hmm. uh, at Corey Gated, C-O-R-Y-G-A-T-E-D. Uh, What's your TikTok? Name. TikTok's the same, Corey Gated, C-O-R-Y-G-A-T-E-D. That's a lot of fun. I actually respond to messages on TikTok because people that generally reach out there are truly interested in being more sustainable. So I want to help them promote what they're doing. That's okay. great. That's great. Well, Corey Connors, thank you very much for coming today. This was a great conversation. Tune into the podcast and thanks a lot for listening to more today, guys. Take care, Corey. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening to the Tomorrow Today podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow us on social media at Project Z Talent. That's P-R-J-T-Z Talent. And stay tuned next week for more of the Tomorrow Today podcast. Because shaping your tomorrow starts today.